Welcome to historic downtown Troy, Ohio. Troy Main Street is proud to present 2021 Sculptures on the Square event, Taking Flight. We conducted a series of interviews with the artists involved in this year's event. We invite you to sit back and listen to these interviews as the artists talk about themselves, their artwork, and the sculptures they have on display this year in Troy. Hi, this is Timothy Wells with the Troy Main Street Sculptures on the Square event, interviewing Bob Doster. He's one of our, our artists this year, and Bob is from South Carolina. So Bob, talk to us a little bit about yourself and your artwork and the sculpture you have um, in Troy for us. All right, well, my artwork started in my father's shop. Well, he let me play with a blowtorch when I was eight years old. And then when I was 12, I sold a couple of ducks that I cut out by hand out of a piece of sheet metal to a bank and they hung it on the wall. I got $5 for it. And I thought, Hmm, easy money. And uh, of course <laughs> you could fill up a Cadillac for $5 back then. But you know, I, I kind of bummed my way through high school. I didn't, didn't study or any of that. And then opened a grocery store when I got out of school, high school, did that for five years. And then, decided I wanted to go back to school and took an art class and bam, that was it. I went on straight on through uh, BFA from South Carolina and MFA from Clemson. Uh, my art, basically, I, when I try to describe it as it, I'm like a tree. Every limb is a, an area of study that I just, I, I will go out on that limb as far as I can go. Then I'll come back to the trunk, go up, start a new limb, I tend to work in series. As I, you know, the older I get, the bigger the tree gets. So it's getting pretty big now because I got stuff all over the place. Like flight, I soloed in gliders when I was 14. And so this sort of is reminiscent of that to me. It's sort of like that circling around going up. And that was a series that I started back when I was in graduate school back in the 70s and it you know it progressed over the years and uh, I keep coming back to it I'll make one then I'll go somewhere else for a while I'll come back and make something else playing with with uh, the general shapes and I'll vary them a little bit that sort of thing what's what's the appeal to flight that you keep coming back to it for I, I guess it just takes me back to my childhood you know, sitting in that glider and, and just riding the air currents. I have another series, uh, which is kind of a wind and wave series with these curved steel forms. And that's the same thing I'm coming back to. It's sort of the ocean wave, but it's also the thermal waves that you get on when you're in a glider. That, you know, it just everything grows out of everything else anyway. If you're a you know, first grader drawing something, that's going into your future art. Everything that you do is building on what you did when you first picked up a pencil or, or made a, an object. I tend to, we fabricate. Most everything I do is in steel and we fabricate it in my shop. If I'm working with a particular shape, I have a CMC machine, I can cut it out and scale it up or down to whatever my needs are. And then I have a friend of mine who's a fabricator and he has a big shop and what I call the big boy toys. He can roll inch plate <laughs> stuff into a 13 inch tube, you know? And so 
he lets me play with his toys and he's got an overhead crane. So when we're doing big pieces like flight, I had to take it out there to weld it together uh, so we could lift it up and, you know, have it the way we wanted it and look at it. And then as far as like getting here, I drove, I just put it on the trailer. It fits nicely on my 18 foot trailer. And so I just drove it up here this morning. How much does it weigh? I don't know. It, I don't think it weighs over a thousand pounds. <laughs> it may be less than that. I'm trying to think it's, it's quarter inch core 10. So, you know, that's, that's pretty heavy, but I, I, it's, 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 I'd say less than a thousand pounds. You make it sound like that's just, that's nothing. That, that's, that's, that's heavy to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're a painter. So, you know, I'm the, a photographer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's really like, but the, uh, you know, I did a piece for Saks Fifth Avenue in Atlanta and it's 40 feet high and it's 10 feet wide and it's four feet deep. And it had to go in a six foot door and it's mirror finished stainless steel. And, you know, that's, that was a difficult project. And that one, you know, you had to have a tractor trailer, take it down there. I had to hire a rigging crew to install it, you know, so it was just, uh, yeah, so yeah, a thousand pounds, not much. <laughs> we were talking a little bit earlier uh, before we started recording this, that you also work with schools and communities to, to do artwork for them. Could you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. What I do is I'll go into a school and we'll do a project. We do a self-portrait project. For example, I'll bring the, the school a four by 12 inch piece of stainless steel, 14 gauge stainless steel, and they will draw their self portrait on it. Then I'll come to the school and we will uh, cut it out with a plasma cutter at the school and the students get to cut their own self portrait. And, you know, it's hand over hand. I've got my hand over, you know, their hand and uh, helping them do it. And, you know, and then we also do, uh, have done, you know, handprint sculptures. So it just varies depending on the project that you want to do. But these, you know, the ones at the schools, I think the biggest ones generally about 12, 14 feet high, that sort of thing. We also work with the students' designs, like at a high school, they'll design a sculpture and we'll, whatever we can cut, let the students participate we let them do that it's got a lot of curves in it and we got to weld it up uh like boxed in then we'll use a uh you know we'll have to cut that part with the cmc machine because when you're digging something up it's got to fit just right you can't just you know if you cut it by hand there's no way you'll get fit right but you know there's certain things they can do they're putting designs into it that we do that but uh, they all get a kick out of it and i've run into a number of kids that I've worked with that have gone into steel fabrication or welding or that sort of thing just from that experience. They never knew that that was something they could do and they enjoyed doing it. I've worked with about 150,000 kids now. And I always tell them when I'm going over safety, I've only lost the one. <laughs> he didn't pay attention. <laughs> Does that get their attention? It does. Really just, you know, I, I, and then I preface that with saying, you're playing with big boy toys. So I expect you to behave like an adult. 
had no horsing around. You don't get a second warning from me. First time you mess up, you're gone, period. There's no, I ain't got time to mess with anybody that's not willing to pay attention for just a few minutes, that sort of thing. And, and you know, I hadn't had, they, it's been very successful. Uh, they do pay attention. I, and But I do it with four-year-olds. Of course, they look like little munchkins with the, they got a big work shirt on that covers them up. Then they got those big welding gloves on. And then they got a face shield. They sort of look like Darth Vader. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but I'm holding their hand. They have to step up on a ladder and all that. And uh, But they, you know, they're fearless. Thing I have one little fourth grade girl. She came in and I saw when she came in, I said, hmm, I think she's probably done this before. She had on boots like she was supposed to have on, long sleeve jersey shirt, jeans. You know, she was she was dressed and she was she came in and so she cut. And I could tell as soon as she started cutting that she knew what she was doing. I said, You've done this before. She said, Yeah. My daddy taught me. I said, Well, I'm gonna let go of your hand here. And I just stood right there with her and she just she cut it out perfectly. Well, the kids in the class, the the I guess the leader of the girls in the class decided she didn't want to do it. So all her friends didn't want to do it. So there's about seven of them that just didn't want to do it at all. And I got her to come back. She cut every one of them out by by herself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just stood there, watched her go. And I told her, tell her dad, she did it. He did a great job teaching her, <laughs> and but she did. She was she she just you could tell she had spent some time with a plasma cutter before. Uh, so work, working with them does that help you remain fearless? Yeah, and and it also you know they they always amaze me with some of the ideas they come up with, and, and yeah, they've inspired me and in some of my creations. Just you know, wow. And, you know, it just, you know, how artists steal from each other all the time anyway, so. But the energy and enthusiasm and creativity for that age, um, it is infectious. Yeah, it is. It is. And I just, I just you know, I, I usually can't, I don't get to see their face because, you know, everybody's covered up and all that, but the teachers are taking pictures or something, and they'll show me the pictures afterwards sometimes, and, you know, when the kids get through, the ones that were scared to death to do it, they got such a big smile on their face because they overcame their fear. And then some of them just so tickled to death that they're just giggling. And I was working with a special needs child one time, and he just started screaming while we were doing it. But he was screaming, he was screaming with joy. Everybody was, they said, Oh, yeah, that that's he, you know, and I could tell he was, he was laughing as it was going along and he said it's the greatest thing he'd ever done <laughs> <laughs> how can folks find out more about you do you have a website or yeah, social media uh, you can go to bobdoster.com you'll see more about me than you care to look at if you scroll down the menu you'll come down to what is it arts and education click on that and that'll show you a lot of examples of student work uh, those pieces i generally don't sign them because you know, the students were involved in the creation of it and, and that sort of thing. So, uh, but you'll see those examples of stuff that we can do and we can do it for your school. Well, thanks, Bob. Um, All right, well, thank well, you. And I'm sure that folks will be enjoying your sculpture on the sidewalks of Troy. I hope so. I hope All right. So. All right. Thanks. Nice talking with you.
Troy Main Street thanks you for listening to our interviews with these artists. If you would like more information about Troy Main Street or sculptures on the square, please visit TroyMainStreet.org.